Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Well, good evening again, and we're so glad to have Boyce promoting with us for this second week. We're talking about guidance. And Boyce has given us a beautiful little booklet called Guidance, God's Guidance in You. And Boyce, you've been thinking about this a lot, haven't you? And and we were visiting about these fishermen that needed some guidance from Jesus. Share with us, would you, some insights that you see from the life of the, the apostles who were fishermen? Well, Luke chapter 5 tells the story of Peter and his uh companions who were who had fished all night long and caught nothing and the the word describing toil we've toiled on is the greek word kopion which means to labor to the point of utter exhaustion they had good nets good techniques they were professional fishermen and yet they had totally failed to catch any fish and uh, Jesus said, uh, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And uh, this, there was a crowd that had gathered, and it was an embarrassing situation for Peter <laughs> yeah. from the standpoint that, that Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> and the, the time to fish was at night, and the place to fish was in the shallow water because they had weights on the bottom of the net and floats on the top, and they could trap the fish. And so launching out into the deep in the daytime seemed irrational to Peter. And so he said, Lord, we have toiled all night long and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, well, you know, the rest of the story is they caught two boatloads of fish and the boats were so full, the boats were about to sink. And Peter falls down before Jesus and says, Lord, depart from me because I'm a sinful man. And in my view, John, he was he didn't want to obey Jesus yeah. and he did it reluctantly yes he did and uh, then he was overcome with uh, guilt because of his bad attitude you know <laughs> uh, Jesus knows our thoughts yes. you know John said he didn't have to have anybody tell him what was in man because he knew what was in man you know and, and Jesus over and over the Bible says Jesus knew what they were thinking yeah. and so uh, again for our uh, listeners, uh, some of you, I'm sure, are preachers, and you go to a conference or a convention, and somebody will present a program, and they will say to you, this program will work if you'll work it. And the reason you're having problems, you're not working hard enough. You'll, well, I'm not opposed to hard work, but you can have a good net and good techniques and work hard and catch no fish. And, but with a little bit of guidance, they got, you know, and so Jesus said, come after me. Uh, and it's interesting, while they were mending their nets, 
Now, they had washed the nets the first time, and uh, but now the nets were broken because they had so many fish in So while they were mending their nets, Jesus comes and he says, yeah, if you will follow me, then I will make you fishers of men. And the connection, I'm sure, was very obvious to these guys that if we really want to be successful in evangelism, then we just let guide me, Lord, please. it, it's one thing to have a program. I know that a, a missions teacher one time said the, the, the testimony of the Apostle Paul or the, the technique of the Apostle Paul was to go to big cities like Ephesus, Corinth, uh, Philippi, and then make converts. And then the converts would spread out like they did in Ephesus. In in two years, everybody in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. So after class, I went up to the professor who had uh, made that statement, and I said, what was Philip's technique? Philip was in a city and went to a deserted road. Right, he did. And so to me, and this is maybe an oversimplification of a one-size-fits-all, but everybody is a member of the body of Christ, but not everybody's an eye or an ear. Uh, Gordon Clymer always said, what would you do without your elbow? Uh, (laughs) uh, Every part of the body is important and uh, if you if you as a member of the body don't function as you should, the body of Christ is to a certain extent handicapped. And so if you pray for God, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And if you're guided by the Spirit, you may not go to a big city. You may go to a deserted road, and that's the way the gospel came to Africa. Is because, uh, and uh, the, I, I want to insert this thing about the guidance of God, that uh, we're to pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So how is the will of God done in heaven? Abraham is on Mount Moriah about to kill his son Isaac. And God says to an angel, well, you go down there and tell him to look around that there's a ram caught in a thicket and don't kill his son, you know. And the angel says to the Lord, well, that's a good idea. But you know, I've got a lot on my plate today. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, when it's convenient, you know, well, that's not the way the will of God is is done in heaven. No, it's and, not. And, uh, you know, here's Daniel in the lion's den. And an angel, if you don't, you know, Jesus said to two of his disciples, you go into the city and you'll see a man carrying a pitcher of water. You follow him and he'll lead you to a large upper room and that's where we're going to have the Passover. Well, if they had tarried 20 minutes, they would have missed the guy. I mean, and so uh, there's just something. If you really want to be guided by God and God puts a thought into your mind call Jim or Joe or Susie or God says uh, send a check to this missionary and uh, you say well I'll think of you know uh, there's something if (laughs) when the Lord says fill these water pots with water 
you fill the water pots with water and that's the way Jesus began his miracles on earth and so uh, there's just something beautiful about obeying the Lord immediately the uh, we talked about Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, eunuch says see here's water what does it to me to be baptized yes and uh, he stopped the chariot and they went down and and he baptized him. The, the Philippian jailer, when he heard about the gospel, he, he believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, but he was baptized the same hour of the night, and his whole family was. Yes. And uh, I know there was a, a big church I won't mention, uh, but out in California, and a, a very famous teacher. And a friend of mine uh, was talking to this guy and said, did you realize that people were baptized immediately in the book of Acts? And uh, my friend said, well, yes, I, I really did know that. Uh, I got a friend who lives in California, and he said to his preacher, tell me, what's the longest period in the Bible when somebody heard about the gospel and, and their baptism? What's the longest? And uh, that's a, you know, but the point that I'm trying to make is that we talk about the guidance of God. And uh, we don't want to be like the horse and the mule. He had to be beaten into submission. We want to be guided uh, with your with your eye. Uh, we live on a small acreage and our daughter loved horses and she had uh, we had two horses moonlight and midnight and she just loved riding these horses and i took her to a friend named wayne jackson who raised horses and she got on his horse and she said daddy he's got power steering oh <laughs> you just move the reins a little bit and and she she was delighted and that's the kind the, the kind of obedience that i i want to have in my life and that i think uh, that should be recommended for all the people listening to us today uh, that if god puts a thought if if a thought comes into your mind you need to say is this you god that's right bring it captive to god yes and there's one thing you know that uh, this is a common problem that a guy falls in love with this girl and uh, the girl sounds like her mother and so he calls his girlfriend and the woman's voice answers and he starts talking to the mother thinking it's the daughter. <laughs> and so we need, you know, uh, Philip uh, was the, the an angel told him to go down to the deserted road. Then the spirit said. And so if you have experience in the world of the spirit, you can recognize the voice of Jesus and you know that he's not a stranger or an imposter right. and uh wow oh, oh, what needless pain we bear uh, because we don't take everything to god in in prayer okay. so i i again we come back to romans chapter 8 the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I want every one of you listening to us to remember those words and please be sensitive to the fact that God, he loves you, knows your name, understands the problems that you're facing and wants to help you. And uh, please do not say no. Please do not reject him. Boyce, in your book, God, Guidance 
and you. You talk about animals, birds, and fish, and that they travel great distances. And how does that work apart well, from God? Well, this to me is a a watershed deal that uh, in the wilderness God led his people from the outside pillar of cloud by day pillar of fire by night for three years Jesus led his disciples from the outside follow me uh, W.E. Vine in his word studies said that the Greek word akalotheu is found 77 times in the Gospels, and it only one time is it ever referred to following somebody other than Jesus, and that's in Mark's Gospel when Jesus said to his two of his disciples, go into the city, you'll see a man, you follow that man. So uh, on the night before he died, Jesus said, now I'm going where you can't follow. Peter said, what do you mean? I'm ready to die. He said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times tonight. But I'm not abandoning you. I'm not leaving you like orphans. And so John 14 says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God and so forth. And uh, he said, in my father's house are many mansions. And uh, the word mansions is the Greek word monet. And it refers to a dwelling and so forth. And the only other time the word Monet is used in the Bible is in John fourteen twenty three. When you love me, my father and I will come and we will make our abode in you. So it's mansions in John fourteen two, and it's translated as abode, King James Version in John fourteen twenty three. But now Jesus is going to be inside of you. For three years, I've been guiding you, Peter, from the outside, but I'm not leaving you like orphans. I'm going away, but it's expedient that I go away. If I don't go away, I can't come back. In the, I, I can be with you, Peter, and James and John on the mountain, but I can't be with nine other guys down there in the valley. That's but right. when I become a spirit, I can be everywhere at the same time with everybody. So it's expedient that I go away. And when I come back, I'm going to guide you from the inside. So Job chapter 12 says, ask the birds and they'll teach Ask the animals, ask the fish. And so uh, you take the bird like the Arctic tern, which lays less than a pound, flies 56,000 miles a year. It's born in the Arctic. It flies to the Antarctic and back every year, 56,000 miles round trip. And you don't have to send out an airplane to guide it. <laughs> you know, that God puts a guidance system inside of that tiny little bird. Never gets lost. And uh, so to our listeners, uh, God can guide you any way that he wants to. But one of the ways is that from the inside, that's where Jesus is. Lord, we just want guidance from the inside. Boyce, would you pray for that? To oh, take Father, place? there are people listening to us who've got financial problems, family problems that I cannot understand or relate to, but you know all about it, God. And so I'm asking that they would come to you in faith, that they would receive Jesus Christ into their heart. And as many as to as many as received him, he gave the right to become the sons of God. Thank you, Father, for their obedience in Jesus' name. God bless you, boys. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you. 
my God, in the shadow of your have five minutes for God. I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's five minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day, and we'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?